you're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky, and we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Today, we have Craig and Jake from For the Better On, and we're going to talk about the importance of your struggles. But first, let's get to know the band. How's it going, guys? Going good. Going pretty good. How's it going, man? It's going well. Glad to have you guys on. Tell us a little bit about the band. You want to hit that? Yeah. So um, me and Jake, we actually started uh, writing music actually around when we were like 13, 14 years old. And we've been doing it for like over 10 years now. Yeah. And we've kind of gotten to the point now to where we've been able to record, put out an EP, and really just kind of do what we love doing. So right on. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, I checked it out. You guys sound sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to it this morning. Right. Now we know each other through... Um, Jake, you told me Tom Towner. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Tom Towner is currently the drummer in Send Request. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so and we all I, I, up in a the little, past. little funny story about that too is like, um, with this project, Tommy actually used to be part of it. He was uh, a <laughs> he awesome. was the drummer at one Tommy point. Tommy Tenbands. He's called Tommy Tenbands. For we all know him. As that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in he was in a, a ton of bands at the time, and I I think that he's still probably. <laughs> he he <laughs> but, dwindled uh, it down to two. Now it's just Send Request and Pure Bliss. Wow, he's yeah. Tommy two bands now. <laughs> no, Tommy's Tommy's great, and uh, yeah, we played. Uh, I think we played a show with your band, Signer Crust, at one point. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was just a lot of fun, and your guys' energy is is sick, and just right all on, around man. vibes. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, we checked it out. Uh, it has you definitely have like a commercial viability to your band that I think is is super awesome, and it's just it's just great songwriting all together. It gives me I definitely get like I don't know I, I, maybe a day to remember vibes. I guess the like the commercialized <laughs> portion of it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. something about you because you have like the screaming verses and the singing choruses, but it's just all like really well done. And so props to you for that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. yeah, I think we we took our time too. Um, it was very um, we're very particular with what we wanted to accomplish with our our sound leading into the the debut EP because this is our first piece of material that we're putting out, you know, as a band mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to you know kind of get that fresh start, you know. Absolutely. And um, when did that come out? That came out October first of of twenty twenty one, right? Yep. Yeah, just so last year. yeah, just I mean, last so, year. Yeah, so it feels like it. Part, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it just came out like yesterday. So it's yeah. like very, I don't know. But um, yeah. yeah, we were we were pretty like particular on on what we wanted mm-hmm. with this sound. You know, we we're leaning towards that mainstream vibe, but right. um, you know, didn't want to go too too you know. Too, too mainstream? Yeah, yeah. We just we didn't want retaining your own personal personality to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. that definitely uh drives your your mission as a band. We've talked about this in the past. You guys have like a focal point for what you're going for. If you mm-hmm. just want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, you know, when we started writing music, you know, we kind of just wrote about whatever, you yeah. know, relationships, the typical stuff you'd hear. Mm-hmm. And down the road, once we kind of were kind of figuring out our sound, what we wanted to um, really write about, um, 
you know, I've been dealing with OCD since I was like eight years old. So mm -hmm. that's been a part of my life forever. And I remember I was talking to Jake and I was like, what if we like started writing about OCD? Like, I don't hear a lot of people talk about it, especially like in the scene. Right. So I thought that was a really good idea. And he was like, yeah, let, let's, let's do that. And then um, what was cool is we uh, decided to come up with uh, the EP title off mm -hmm. of a book I read called Brain Lock. Yeah. And we just took that whole idea and then wrote the whole EP around OCD, around my struggles, all all that kind of jazz. And it was uh, it was pretty cool how it turned out. So, and then we yeah. kind of just were like, let's like raise awareness for this thing. Cause like, right. I know like people that have it, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like the, it's not really taking a serious disorder. Like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I got OCD about this. Yeah. Like kind of people that like, kind of joke about it, mm -hmm. but I've grown to learn that like it's actually pretty serious to a lot of people. Like Absolutely. it gets to the point where like you can't even like function sometimes. Like yeah. you can't even do a simple task of like writing like a sentence. Mm -hmm. Like that's how insane it can get sometimes. And I just thought that whole idea of like, hey, this is a cool, uh, you know, way to raise awareness for, it. especially like with metal, like you know, right. <laughs> screaming all that stuff. It's like Absolutely. all the rage inside. So I, I thought that was a. Pretty cool idea to do that. So yeah, totally. All right, so I have a question on a on a day to day basis. What is some of these struggles? Yeah, you so know, a little a little more specific. If I'll you give will. you a little background on like how I like became aware of it because I didn't think I had it. Like I, in high school, like I would <laughs> I would like place my uh, books in my locker to have to be like perfect till it felt right. Right. I didn't think that was like OCD. I thought it was just some like weird thing going on in my head i'm like oh that's probably not a big deal like mm -hmm. when i write sentences i had to like rewrite till it like felt right yeah and i was like eh, i kind of brushed it off it didn't bother me too much mm -hmm. and then i got to my senior year of high school and like it kind of like just jumped to a new level where i was like whoa like why does this like feel really scary right now mm -hmm. and i would get to the point where like i would just do simple tasks like set my books down do whatever and like it felt like everything i did was like it felt like this extreme anxiety like it had to be perfect or if i didn't do this this bad thing was going to happen i'd have these thoughts mm -hmm. right to yeah. where i had to like make sure it was in this spot or whatever it had to be, feel perfect or whatever or I, something bad, bad was going to happen so mm -hmm. i just got to that point where i was like this is overwhelming yeah um so like i seeked out i got help went to therapy and then i learned um that i had ocd i was like oh i have ocd right so i started to embrace it a little bit more and as i went to college in now where i'm at now mm -hmm. i was just like pretty much you know how do i how do i like handle this at this point because i wanted to like really attack it yeah so yeah. all the therapy i learned was um it's called erp it's called exposure response prevention and what you have to do is like say you'll get a thought say you're driving down the road here's mm -hmm. a good example mm -hmm. a lot of people deal with this like you hit a bump like a pothole and you're like in your mind, you think, oh, yeah, I just hit a bump. But then you could get a thought that says, well, what if like I ran someone over? And I, and you have to look back and check. Yeah. Because if you keep driving, you're going to go, oh, well, I, I don't want to you know, have a hit and run. Right. Like, that's like a perfect example of people that have OCD. And uh, what you have to do is you have to kind of like almost agree with it and be like, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe it could happen. Maybe it didn't. And just keep going on. And that's the most scariest part because you're mm -hmm. uncertain. Yeah. And really, OCD is based it, about it, uncertainty. You have to accept all uncertainty. Yeah, and, li and living yeah. with it too, you know? Living with it too. Being so. like, oh, if that did happen, then so be it. Yeah. You know, even though it, it probably didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, right. it's really a probability game in your head. And right. it's like, as soon as you can accept, 
it sounds crazy, but as soon as you can accept both sides <laughs> happening and being okay with it, that's really where that's, you can get to peace. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. so you're thinking probability-wise, I probably didn't run over somebody, mm-hmm. right? So that's how you can sort of accept whatever the you know whatever the situation yeah, is yeah yeah just have to accept that the majority like i probably is... ran over a bump not a person exactly yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and then my side of yeah. things too is like you know growing up with craig i have to accept him for who he is right? Yeah. right and i think like when he brought the idea of you know involving his ocd and into the writing process right i thought that was really cool and really unique yeah. um as he mentioned too you know it was like I, I became more accepting of what he's going through and mm-hmm. and understanding too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it became it, it was a lot of a lot of healing in in some negativity, right? Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. it was nice. Mm-hmm. Was it a strain on your relationship at any point? Um, I mean, we've had some times where it's played a little effect, but not really. Like he understands me pretty well now. A lot yeah. of learning steps I well, think you, it took. Yeah. So yeah. you said this was in senior year though that you like kind of really figured it out, right? Yeah, that's where it got like severe. So and what I was about, like, well, I gotta take care of this now. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you would say prior to that, because you guys were friends for a long time, like mm-hmm. prior to senior year, yeah. um it wasn't as challenging to deal with yeah it was pretty mild like i was in sports you know i did football ran track and field all that stuff and it really didn't like affect me that much at all it was really only based on certain things when i was in school like when i was outside of school it didn't affect me it was weird yeah it's almost like a location like thing (laughs) and then it just mind game yeah yeah and then once i yeah once i got to my senior year of high school it kind of just like decide to go everywhere just kind of think, naturally i think yeah. a lot of people deal with that too is like trying to sort of hide these issues and and traits that you that you're born with or just unfortunately have right. yeah um but that was one thing that was so you know nice at the time is like accepting it and being like we're just going to talk about this yeah and i think that that's important for everybody right. you know this yeah. is like a very yeah. a thing for us like we want to educate people and, and 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 sort of create that connection with them and saying hey like this is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Craig goes through this. I have my own personal issues right. and we're talking about this openly and being vulnerable. Yeah. And you know, mm, if, right. if you're going through something, reach out to us, reach out to therapists, you know, whatever you got to do, you know, whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know? no, I think that definitely goes with like the central message of what we're trying to get across <laughs> with this episode here, actually. Cause I feel like because you guys overcame those obstacles and learned to accept uh, just the full, like, the, just honestly, just Craig. Just you got to get, you mm-hmm. got grew closer through that, and through that acceptance, you found like a foundational message that built your entire brand, so to speak. So literally, the importance of that that struggle um, led to this prosperous relationship, and you kind of grew, must have grown closer, and and you honestly, you you formed you formed the band. You're doing this now. You're you're living out like your 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 dreams just because, just because there was this acceptance and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I, go ahead. Oh, no, the, the the cool thing about it too is like, um, just from like us, like you know me me going through all this OCD and all this yeah. experience with it, is that we've kind of 
there's like a bigger meaning now to what we write about in like our mission mm-hmm. to, to you know being in a band now like at first it was like you know it's just fun we love playing music kind of but yeah. now there's a bigger message to it now now it's like it's we're like on a mission a, to be there's like a different connection there's, there's this yeah. unifying theme that's gonna yeah. lead you to it the entire time no matter what exactly yeah that's so awesome. now it's like when we go out there and we you know we eventually want to tour and play all these shows it's like yeah. there's that message behind to be like hey like especially with OCD like hey like it's okay you can have this and you know a lot of people out there have it right. that you don't think have it and it's all, you know it's good to embrace that and yeah. you can get through this like yeah. Yeah. so i think it gives your brand like this overwhelming sense of purpose it's yeah. almost like it, i think that would drive anyone you know it's just kind of like yeah it's it's awesome to go out and be in a band and just go play your tunes yeah but like mm-hmm. it's like these guys show up somewhere with a mission yeah and i think that that drives you even more and you have more of like that we're really going to get it because we want to spread this message yeah i think that it's a mission for ourselves as well because you know it's like i think the biggest thing is like craig said getting out and playing shows and touring and doing all these things that we'd like to accomplish eventually here um that's a big leap for craig especially you know having ocd is like can you put your life on pause can you can you take your mental health and put it on pause right. and then do those things that you really want to do in life. And I think that we're already seeing that and we're already sort of taking those miniature steps in yeah. a way, yeah. you know, just getting yeah. out there and being vulnerable about it. Absolutely. Be- before we move on a, a little bit, I kind of wanted to go back a second. I think that I just wanted to say, I think it is important that you guys were taught. We're in that mindset of, of saying the acknowledgement of it, because I, I, I do believe that goes, you know, well beyond just OCD, you know, and any other thought process that somebody might have, whether, it, you know, it might be uh, a heavy form of anxiety or depression or whatever have you, there's many things. It's important to acknowledge that and, and say, you know, instead of trying to hide it to be like, this is here, this is the challenge that I have and I want to overcome it because I think if you don't acknowledge it, then you don't give yourself the opportunity to overcome it. Yeah. If you're saying, you know, if it, and this is a, an interesting topic for me, for me because I don't necessarily think that I really have, you know, depression or anxiety or OCD. Like I, I feel pretty, pretty confident in that, mm-hmm. but I do see the importance of saying, okay, yes, I do. And now let's, let's overcome it. You know, I'm, I've got my own struggles of things where if I didn't acknowledge it and I just said, eh, push that off to the side under the rug, it's not there. Right. Well, then you don't truthfully take it head on and you don't truthfully acknowledge it and you don't really overcome it. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, yeah. I think, I think that's really important to, to oh, do it that I way. It's massively important for, yeah. for anything like that. It, Cause any, you're confronting the issue. Face, face it head on and yeah. you, you have to. In order to get through it, you have to has to be present in front of you, and you yeah. have to fight it. I yeah. love that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I do have a question. <laughs> Post senior year now, mm-hmm. you're going into writing in this band. You're doing things. How does yep. that affect how you're writing? Because I can imagine there's probably struggles there. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, not to make this funny, but I'm gonna make it funny. <laughs> like when we go to record, like yeah. obviously, like. We're trying to get that perfect take. Trying yeah. to get that yeah, perfect. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, yes. Those Trevor little things you hear, the, the editing. With this guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like every little like thing, like the mixing, all that stuff. I'd say that was a little bit of a struggle, just yeah. trying to make it. Uh, like, obviously, like 
I could say all of us are perfectionists in some way, but right. like <laughs> well, we all want to put our best foot yeah, exactly. forward. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. human nature. But like, <laughs> like with uh, with uh, us, you know, mixing the music and all that. Like, mm-hmm. I would go down to the T of like, nah, it's got to be like that. One little thing I hear, but like, nah, we got to redo it, and it's got to sound like that. And it was just, oh my god, it was, it was so <laughs> much for the littlest thing. Scrap it, burn the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, Craig's Craig's the type of person who he does a little. His little li- his little licks before he does his recording. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if he, if he didn't get his breath or that one little, <laughs> mm-hmm. let me clear my throat really quick. Let me just uh, okay. okay, all right. And then then he goes into <laughs> yeah. it. And if it's like if it's the recording it has right. to be perfect as well. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> mind, body, everything. Shape. Yeah, that's yeah everything has to feel little, just like, right. Sound, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's definitely some like some things to overcome there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have to tell yourself like, hey, this is fine. It's okay. Yeah, a lot, yeah. lots of times. Like I've gotten better now, but yeah. like before, like I'd go to record and like I would know it's a good take. I know it's fine, but like I'd have a like a thought and it'd just be like, nah. But if you keep that recording, then this bad thing's gonna happen. Like I'd get that over <laughs> and over, and I'd just be like, it'd be tough, and I'd like redo the take. But like most of the time now, I kind of let it go, and yeah. like that's my exposure right there. It's like I'm stepping into that fear, yeah, and just like saying oh i'm all right with it let's just like go with it and then over time it gets better and that's the beauty of having somebody like jake who mixes Mm -hmm. and does this kind of stuff is he's your outside perspective to be like hey man this is good you don't have to worry so much and i do that with my clients now and even clients who i wouldn't say necessarily have ocd you know Mm -hmm. they listen to their vocal take or whatever and they're like "Eh, that wasn't there that was you know it wasn't quite there and then i have to step in and be like hey that was pretty solid, actually. So I'll keep that take. I'll let you yes. run it a couple more times. And I've even noticed from the other side of the perspective. So, you know, again, I don't think that I really have OCD, but Andrew sometimes will take the captain's chair mm-hmm. and I'll be doing some guitar licks for the clients that we do. So like I've done a couple solos and whatnot yeah. for, for our clients and I'll just sit there and I'll be like, no, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't it. And, and sometimes he's like, I need- Hey, it's good. Yeah. It's good, dude. Like- <laughs> You're human. It's good. Like- yeah. Right. We experienced a lot of that too. You know, when we, we actually record um, in Syracuse in New York. Yeah. Um, and one of the engineers there, we were, I remember I was just recording something. This is sort of like a side story, but um, I was recording a guitar part. Mm-hmm. And to me, right, I'm like that perfectionist where I need to, it's like my OCD in a way, yeah. right? I yeah. need to get this myself because I feel self-accomplished. Right. Mm. And like if I, if I didn't, then I feel like I'm putting my worst foot forward. And I remember we're tracking this one part in uh, one of our songs called Sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like in this verse, we do this lead thing. And I just could not get the picking right or something was weird. And, and our sound engineer, Justin, was like, ah, just have me play it. I'll yeah. play it. Right. And, and then he tracked it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, am I, this is OCD. My yeah. feeling is I can't let him do this. But at the end of the day, it was like, it was worth it. <laughs> and it, it, and it was like, yeah. I accepted that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just 100%. like, that's totally fine. And like, I think yeah. that's what you experienced too. It's like, mm-hmm. if I'm telling you, no. This is this is fine. Right. We're rolling with this. Yeah. Then you have to accept that. We and do that all the time instrumentally. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's here. Just just do it. Except fine. the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just grown just as a person to be like, okay, whatever gets the best product. Yeah. Just whether let, that's let me. it be. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's me. Whether it's you. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just kind of get the work done. Whoever th- can do it. Yeah. I think especially because you and I are, are typically on time constraints. Yes. So a lot of times, you know, a client expects us to to come in and have this song written and recorded within mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that luxury of being like, no, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. Right. It's it's a lot of time like, hey, I, I tried it three times and it's not happening. Pass it off. Yep. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Is it happening? Okay, cool. We got it. You yeah. know, and then yeah. move on, move on. Right. Yeah. And really at the end of the day, nobody knows. And no one truthfully cares, honestly. Like if you put out mm-hmm. you guys as a band, you know, if you say, for the better, here's a new single, everyone's going to listen to that and say, Jake plays guitar. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, that one, that one at 152, <laughs> that, he can't play like that. That wasn't Jake's guitar. Everyone's going to be like, that was Jake, you know? <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, the next record will just be somebody else. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah just, absolutely. Just all MIDI guitar. Yeah. Just yeah, all MIDI. <laughs> all MIDI. All yeah. MIDI. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the cool thing about that too, like with like recognizing like you know it's not gonna be perfect, is like I'm able to separate now in my head what is OCD and what isn't. Right. Because like times I'd record and I'd be like ah that just didn't sound good enough, and there would be actually legit times where I'm like I could perform. Yeah, it I better. could do it better. Yeah. But then there's the other times where I'm like nah, that's just. That's just my OCD saying like yeah. that wasn't as good when it was. Right. I know, I know how, truly. How it was good. do you get to that point of separating so, it? Honestly, like say like I go to take a vocal take and, and say it's a good scream or whatever, and I'm yeah. like that sounded good. And then like after I do the scream, I like go like like that with my lips or something. And then immediately uh, my mind goes, "You'll think you about can't it. Keep that because because uh, to keep that, then this bad thing's gonna happen. Yeah, or whatever the thought could be. And at that moment, I need to recognize no that I have to like kind of just like separate my mind with my heart and go, did you actually like that take truly? Yeah. And I go, yeah, I actually really like that take. I think that sounded good. Mm-hmm. And then I go with my heart, not my mind. And then I go, I'm not going to listen to you, OCD. Yeah. I'm going to push you off to the side and we're going right. to stick with it. And then I sit through that uncertainty of fear. Hmm. That's kind of how I do it now. Now, so. do you feel like this dwindles down as, the, like, say the song's already out? Do you mm-hmm. listen to your stuff back and go, I wish I did that? Or, um, or it's weird. Because, it like, when we were recording uh, Brain Lock up in Syracuse, I was there was a few takes where I got done with a good scream and I would just kind of go like that in my lips and I would, oh my God, I get the worst thoughts. Uh, and, like, yeah. I would dwell on it and think about it for like days. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we no. can't keep that. Yeah. And then as I grew to accept, no, we're putting this thing out. Like, there's no going back and fixing it. Yeah. I kind of just like, started to laugh about it i'm like it doesn't bother me anymore and then i like no, was good. fine with it i started yeah. to accept it so e- even if it isn't the most perfect take mm-hmm. you, you do have to accept that it's human and you're just making you're just making exactly. the record like yeah you want to put your best foot forward but still yeah. i think when you've got this overly perfected record it basically sounds like midi guitar midi bass midi drums right. and then it sounds like every other record exactly. you know i I think those MIDI instruments are the some of the greatest things ever created for demoing and for writing purposes. They make your writing flow super fast, but you don't want that sound on the final all the time because you've got an overly perfected thing that anybody can get. Mm-hmm. You know, you want that you in it. You know, that right. that X factor that I don't even know how to quantify myself. You know, because you can take MIDI drums and That's change the dynamics and do all this other stuff and make it sound as much human as you possibly can. But to mm-hmm. me, there's always just something different about the the not human aspect. Yeah, just having that natural sound and that natural performance of like, yeah, that just sounded good. Like I'm not making this perfect. Emotion, it's just, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, emotion, yeah. 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 Really yeah. You putting your heart into that. it. Just 
nothing yeah. beats that. It sounds, and I think yeah. that's where like with, with this EP, you know, and in these songs, um, that true emotion comes out, yeah. right? Because we're we're just genuinely writing yeah. what we feel, and right. what's coming out is very authentic, and right. and hopefully that that is um, also translucent or listen, listen, whatever Wait, it is. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> Translucent, right? Uh, Would be it? <laughs> that means like see-through. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully people could also see that. You exactly. know, basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yeah, words. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just going to say, I feel like that's heavily dictated by the lyricism and the voice anyway. And so like, you can't, you can't replicate, there is no robot version of you. Yeah. So yeah. you are the one that's giving it life. So, yeah. and I think if you, fo- you have your central theme and if you, if they're, if the lyrics are heartfelt, People are gonna feel that. Absolutely. I'm gonna make a track Definitely. now that's all MIDI, and then using Siri as the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> Should be easy. <laughs> you just gotta type out the lyrics and just hit play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like do the TikTok, like that annoying she TikTok take, girl man. voice. Oh, man. I would love to hear that, and I, I, I want to know my own like emotional response to it. I don't know. It has to be like we have to test that. Yeah, completely robotic music, and I, I mean, want to know it. Will I feel something out it, of it? In a way, that's auto tune. In a in way, a way we, I mean, except there's... we'd also have to have Siri like write the song herself. <laughs> it would have to be like auto generated, oh. like an AI thing. Yeah, it would have completely AI. That like, sort of lyricism would evoke emotion, so we would have to strip it of oh, all of that. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know that probably would make a lot of people mad to mm-hmm. think even think about that. But that kind of exci- <laughs> that excites me more than anything. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. I just want to test that theory. Like, will I? What will I feel out of that? If yeah. I just like started with like the word the and then just like kept, kept hitting like the thing on the phone, or just creates the <laughs> sentence for you. And like, oh, but the, but that's a prediction based off of your old. Text. Texts. Oh. So what you you have right, to do a brand that, new phone. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've got to do that thing where it's like I made a an AI watch. Yes. Whatever many hours. Yeah, a thousand hours of blah blah blah. And yeah, but even at that, it's more specific it's, to it, whatever you make it watch. You literally right. have to give an AI just a lifetime of human experience, or at least how a many lifetime experience of reading the dictionary. Oh God! And then, <laughs> and then base it off of that. Sounds off. <laughs> I say I is just a slave. <laughs> I, want, I want to get to one more question before we have to wrap it up because we're getting close here. Right. Um, what do you think is the greatest thing that helped you push beyond these challenges? Oh man! I mean, I'd say <laughs> I know you mentioned you went to therapy. I'm yep. sure you've done a multitude of many other things to help mm-hmm. you out here. What like can you pinpoint it, or do you think it was a a combination of everything. Yeah, I, I really, I think it was a combination of everything. Um, obviously, music was a big role. Like another big band that I listened to that really motivates me is the MD Affliction because okay. they, they talk about mental health yeah. and yeah. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So that's really motivated me to get better. But I think really what it came down to was um, just doing what the therapist told me to do. Like just trusting yeah. the process of the therapy of like. Don't do that compulsion and you're going to be good at the end of the day. It's just really not just not being scared, just being brave. And the older I got, the more brave I got, the more I took it on and said, I need to be brave with this or my life's just going to be like this the rest of my life. And as soon as I took responsibility and accountability and ownership of just like, I need to get better. That's when things started to change. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I I think kind of an, an overarching theme there is, you know, seek help through people, you know, and I don't think anyone is above mm-hmm. seeking help. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. it's cool to not 
look to other people. Like I do believe that we are kind of put on this earth for other people to help other people and make each other's lives better. So that's, right. you know, I just think that's such a, a positive, great thing to, to do and to think about, like if, whether that no be, yeah. whether that be a quote unquote therapist or your whoever mm-hmm. is in your life that just care, truthfully cares for you and wants to see the best for you, go and talk, you know, go, go and seek these people. And, you know, if you want to talk about persevering through, whether that be OCD or any other sort of physical or mental illnesses right? that, you know, see, just seek, seek wise counsel, which is, a, you know, as I talk about, I'm, I'm a big Christian. So biblical principles, essentially seek wise counsel. And mm-hmm. I just, I love it. And I love the fact that you have already taken that path and have already seen, you know, good things come out of it and positive things come out yeah, of it. Yeah. And definitely. And uh, one side note too, um, you know, when I was in, high school and it was that severe you know that severe point um I, the thing that i did that really kind of changed my mindset about it was like i was very prideful about it. i was like no nah, i don't have it even though like my therapists were uh, you know they were diagnosing me that i have it i was just yeah. like no nah, i don't have it. i wouldn't believe it yeah because i was just like there's no way I, I have this i don't i don't have ocd i'm not that that kid i was kind of just label labeling myself as this weird kid if i had it yeah and then when i got to that point where i was like no, it's it's okay to have it. Like that's normal. Like people mm-hmm. have problems. Then that's when things really started to change. So yeah. it, it can all turn around at the end that's of the right. day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's a, a good chance that our video shut off, and okay. I don't actually know. But if if it did, that's <laughs> fine. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Let's wrap this up yeah. uh, for the better. Band, what is your uh, what's your socials? So people can find you. Yeah, you can check us out. Um, I think the only thing that's different is Instagram. It's for the better band, but okay. everywhere else for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out and uh, personal, personal. Oh, personal Instagram. Yep, just Jake Pomeroy. Cool. And mine's uh, Craig dot Stanley with two Y's. Yeah. Don't you have an underscore in yours? I might have like an extra P in there somewhere. Yeah, we'll but, <laughs> band, you know, it, it's, it's J A P K E. <laughs> yeah, Jake P Pomeroy. Yeah, no. <laughs> extra letters. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Anything else you guys want to kind of plug? No, just uh, go and stream Brainlock if you uh, enjoyed this conversation. Absolutely. And, uh, Remedies the six song. Yeah, right. learned any anything or got any value from it? Wonderful. All right, <laughs> okay. guys. Thanks we'll see you later. Yep. Adios. Peace. <laughs>